This episode is brought to you by Northwind Adventures. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Say, if you ever wanted to experience the thrilling adventures of fantastic pulp fantasy stories at the tabletop, Northwind Adventures has got a role-playing game for you with Hyperborea. Based on the solid foundation of the original 1974 fantasy game, author Jeffrey Talanian has crafted an exciting, vibrant world using the inspiration of authors like Howard Smith and Lovecraft. With paper, pencil, and a handful of dice, your characters can explore the wonder, danger, and thrills of a rugged world beyond the North Wind. Explore dungeons, fight off monsters mundane, fantastic, and alien. Discover lost civilizations, battle mighty wizards, evil cultists, vicious warlords, and more. With 26 classes to choose from, your characters can quickly find fortune and glory on the road to high adventure, all in the land of Hyperborea. From Northwind Adventures, you'll find it at hyperborea.tv. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. Boy, is it. It's really sunny out there. Still a little chilly, though. Anyway, uh, more time, more newbie time, more advice for newbies. When you run an adventure... And you're going to get a feel of this after you've got some adventures under your belt. You get some experience. You do not have to play out all the encounters. They don't all need to happen. You've got to say you got a framework there and the characters say, I want to go here. I want to go there. Say they're doing a shopping trip or they have to find out something from the contact or something like that. You do not need to play everything out. There are some people who feel like, oh, they've got to meet every merchant or contact or, or, you know, somebody, everybody they meet. No, they don't. No, no. That's kind of that's kind of a, a no brainer on the, uh, you know, if you played for a while. But it's all part of the pace because you can't. Sp- I mean, you know, you. What happens is, and I've had this happen to me before. So yeah, I learned from it too. You know, you're playing a four-hour game, and say you're using a module, and two hours have gone by, and you've barely gotten anywhere in that module. Maybe you got, to, I don't know, to about a, less than a quarter of the module or something like that. Don't do that. That's part of the pace. you got to know who they're going to talk to and how long. Not exactly how long, but you get a feel of it. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't, you can't sit there and talk to every single NPC they run into. There's got to be a little bit of okay. You guys want to go? You want to go? Do you want to go get some stuff for the, in the town here for the next for the next adventure you're going on? Okay, you want to go get some some arrows for your bow. You want to go get? Uh, you need some more uh, provisions. Uh, Therese wants to go to a temple, see if he can get some healing potions. Guy wants to check out the magic shop. So right there, you can understand which ones you can like go over and which ones you can actually have an encounter with, not counting, even counting the encounters of what happens while they're going there. But 
it's it's like okay, like the magic shop. That's always fun to do, and maybe the the Fletcher where he gets the arrows. But the other two, you can you can kind of you okay you they're gonna have this. What you do is you don't really role play, but I said you say this is a situation. This is how it goes. And if there are any pertinent roles they want to use, if you have skills or something like that for it, let them do that. So, you know, over here, while the mage is having a deep conversation with the guy who runs the magic shop, the guy over here to get some provisions in the general store, he looks at you and, okay, uh, make a persuade, you know, he gives you a price. Say there's iron rations, a week's iron rations for 25 gold. You think that's a little high, so make your persuasion roll or whatever you're going to do, or tell me what you're going to say, and roll it, and okay, he knocks 10, 10 gold pieces off that, so they're 15 for a week, for two weeks, or whatever I say, week, two weeks, I don't remember, but that's it, and he's got his rations, or he can say thank you very much and leave, while the other people are role-playing. Now, it's not to say that these other characters who are doing this are not going to get their chance to role play. In another town, they may you may have some kind of encounters with them. Also, on the road, you don't have to you don't have to pay attention to every single thing you roll up on an encounter table. And a lot of counter tables, even my counter encounter tables, half of them aren't even combat, aren't even an, an encounter. It may be, oh, I don't know the. Uh, the the road patrol asking if we've seen any suspicious characters because they're looking for someone who escaped the prison the uh, jail or it may be just somebody who's lost you want to point him in the right direction something like that you see, my my favorite one is you see a cow in the field and that's it i used to have a, i had a running i have a running gag in my hyperborea campaign where they keep running into this barbarian who's looking for his girlfriend. I mean, they've run into him in the woods. They've run into him in the desert. They were on a ship, and they see him paddling along in a canoe. Was it a canoe or a, a, a log? I can't remember which one. Saying, ho, oh, oh, ho, have you seen such and such? No, we haven't. Thank you very much. And he goes, and that's, that's an encounter. You know, and that lasts all of like 30 seconds. You know, so... Like I said, it's a pacing thing. You got to get the feel of what you want to role play and what you don't want to role play or what they should role play. If you guys got to get going, you know, just cut out the encounters, cut out the encounter table. Okay, you're there. That's the kind of thing you have to do. But like I said, you're going to get a feel for it. So just keep, keep that, just keep that top of mind when you're playing. Because you should be looking at the clock every once in a while and say, oh my gosh, there's two hours. I haven't hardly even got through this thing. You know, that kind of thing. So anyway, that's my advice for you. I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognard at gmail.com or drop a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, 99 cents a month, 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. And I would thank you. If you want to do a single donation, go to my Ko-fi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard, or my PayPal tip chart, paypal.me slash oldmangrognard. I'd like to thank these people who do give to me monthly. Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John Allen, 
Aaron, Michael, Randy, and Joe. Thank you very much, guys. I appreciate it. For other good podcasts, there is Dan Gregg's The Jung, Y-U-N-G, Jung Grognard Podcast, Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast, Daniel Norton at the Bandits Keep Podcast, Randy and Joe at the Biggest Geekest Podcast, John, Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries, Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, can you tell I got this down? Next time... <laughs> Until I see you folks again, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.